And welcome to Music of the World. I'm sure by now you have figured out that there is more to classical music, right? Many people consider classical any music played by a classical orchestra. But we just learned in Module 5 that the orchestra was actually created during the Baroque period. And many composers we thought to be quote-unquote classical are actually Baroque composers. Classical music is actually a very short period in history between the Baroque and the Romantic periods, and its music has very different characteristics too. Join us as we review some of these characteristics and composers of the classical era. Now, before we dive in, remember that you can download the companion study guide, which you can find on our announcements page. You can add it to your notes or use it to help you create a new set of notes if you need them. So you can use them to review for your segment exam. And remember, you can always use your notes during the exams in this course. In module six, we're learning how the classical era of music was a relatively short era. However, the music of composers such as Haydn, Beethoven, and Mozart was very different from the music of their predecessors in the Baroque era. One of the main characteristics of music from this era is that it was more accessible to more people, and not just the nobility, which was the case in the Baroque period, as we learned. Opera houses and concert halls were available to middle-class citizens and public concerts, uh, concerts also became popular during this time. Printing of musical scores also increased during this time, so more people could actually play the music produced during this time. In Lesson 6.02, specifically, we learned about the Viennese School, which was not really a building or a place, but really a period of time in the city of Vienna where many famous compos composers like Mozart lived and composed there, sharing ideas, innovating, and creating new music. Another important characteristic of the classical era is the simplicity and balance in the music. Classical composers did away with all of that ornamentation from the Baroque era, and they created memorable melodies instead. They wanted everyone, regardless of musical skill, level, or training, to appreciate their music. Mozart was especially good at this. That is why he became the equivalent of a pop star in our time, right? At that time, everyone knew his music. Classical composers revise also previous forms of music, making them simpler, but also develop new forms, such as the sonata form or sonata form. This is often confused with the sonata style of music, which is a large musical composition, which may or may not contain a section written in sonata form, which is basically a three-part section of music one, where, one, with one or two themes um, that the composer presents at the beginning. We call this section of the sonata form the exposition, followed by a new theme or maybe a development of the two themes that were presented in the exposition, after which the original theme or exposition is repeated and brought to a conclusion. So we say that sonata form is in A, B, A, 
form or pattern, since the A section repeats at the end after the B section. It is important to know that this section of music written in ABA or sonata form could also stand on its own and be performed by itself, which is the case with many of Mozart's sonatas, for example. Um, Another form from the classical era is the symphony, which really actually was created in the Baroque. Um, but in the Baroque, it was mostly sung like an opera. But in the classical period, the symphony became an instrumental work of music instead. Joseph Haydn was known as the father of the symphony since he was one of the composers to make this form of music popular uh, during this time. Now, you have to look at the, the history of his work. He worked for a long time for the Esterhazy, I think that is how it's pronounced, Esterhazy fam uh, family in Austria, which kept him relatively isolated from the rest of the musical world until later in his life when he went to London. Um, but this isolation made him be even more creative than most composers of his era. And his surprise symphony is one great example. I want you guys to listen and see if you can tell what the surprise is. There was that surprise at the end where he adds that really, really loud chord after playing very, very softly. Very, very fun piece to listen to. You can listen to it. Um, I'll leave the link in, in our uh, study guide so that you can listen to the whole movement if you'd like to hear more of those surprises. Now, um, the next composer is Mozart who was a child prodigy. You probably have heard about his life a little bit. Um, he began his career early in Salzburg as a court musician, but he moved to Vienna to become more of a freelance musician and composer, and he met the likes of Bach and even Haydn. Um, but he was a people's musician. He often performed at restaurants or even apartments so that more people could enjoy his music. And he continued to compose until his death at the young age of 35. You may recognize this melody, which you may or may not know was composed by Mozart. Another composer with a flair for the dramatic was Ludwig van Beethoven, who began his career at 17 when he moved to Vienna, hoping to study under Mozart. We 
really don't know if he ever met him. But we do know he studied with Haydn and became a piano virtuoso. He really, truly was a genius of the piano. It is well known that Beethoven started to lose his hearing when he was 26 years old and became completely deaf in 1814. Now, anyone would have stopped his music career, but not Beethoven. He continued to compose and created some of his most famous masterpieces during this time, even though he could only hear them in his head. Here is one that you are sure to recognize, and which he wrote um, probably a couple of years after he became deaf, around the 1820s. And um, I'll let you listen to it, and you will recognize it right away. Ready? That is, of course, the Ode an die Frude, or Ode to Joy, which is a beautiful piece, well, probably one of uh, Beethoven's most well-known pieces of his career. Um, and I will, I will place the links for all of these pieces so that you can hear the rest. This one has a beautiful um, choir at the end, um, so it ha also has a vocal piece to it which is probably what you've you've heard before. So which one of these composers did you enjoy the best? <laughs> On our next episode, we will explore Module 7 and the music of the Romantic Era right here at Music of the World. 